0: and even though i had no reason to suspect i might be treated that way i was always prepared to be treated that way and even though you believe that new york must must have been better than the south there were pockets of new york that were just as bad absolutely and i had no idea where they were right or had no reason no way to anticipate where they might be other than unless I had experience right. with the institution. So yes, I, I brought those attitudes with me. I brought the potential expectations in order to be prepared on how I'm going to deal with it.
1: Welcome to Peter and Phil's Courageous Conversations, a podcast addressing race relations and social issues in hopes that you'll be inspired to do the same. Now, let's begin our conversation with your hosts, Dr. Peter Weinstein and Dr. Philip Nelson. Going back 20 years, excuse me. It's the last time I can remember the country being uh uniformly together in support of everybody a- and it was because we had a common for lack of a better term we had a common enemy
0: yeah even though we and, didn't know who
1: it was until we thought correct, correct. It, it's the good versus evil type thing um and of course from the other side on the side of al-qaeda we were the enemy and we were evil yeah so so which is how many of these battles get started from that standpoint. And for a while, the uniform common enemy thing kept people together, and it it kept us supporting one another through really difficult times in in the New York metro area, in um, areas around the Pentagon, et cetera. We all had a common faith in the good, quote unquote, that America stood for, and we helped the families of those who were victims the families of those who were injured the the families the first responders etc and it lasted for a little while probably until the next election
0: i'm not sure it lasts that long I, i i remember it a little differently i the city of new york was a crucible yes so your description of new york is probably accurate. I don't know. I, I'm not from New York and and I didn't visit New York. Stars not dressing up to go to the go to this fancy restaurant at the top of the towers and I remember looking at the looking at the menu and not seeing any prices <laughs> and 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 I remember being scared to death that we were going to order something over our budget. Would have been on the credit card, but I really didn't feel like busting my busting our account. I remember us discussing what we were going to order with that thought in mind, how, you know, what's the cheapest thing here on the menu or how high can we go? And we were too embarrassed to ask. We were new at it and we didn't want it to seem as if we didn't belong there. Surprised as black southerners, we were even allowed in. Oh, huh. uh, really? Yeah, I say surprised, somewhat surprised, because when I I say not allowed it I guess what I should say was we were surprised that nobody seemed to notice that we were in. At that point, we weren't being denied access, but we were definitely scrutinized closely if we ended up going to restaurants that we normally didn't, when I say we, our culture normally didn't visit, or it was clear that it was a, that uh, pre-integration they didn't want us
1: so had you ever been to new york city prior to that that trip
0: uh, maybe once or twice as a child i'm pretty sure i did Darius okay. had never had never been there
1: so you had the concerns that you had had experienced in the south you carried with you to new york yes not recognizing or understanding that that there might be a different level of acceptance
0: yes and um Let me see if I can explain this. Intellectually, I knew that the the environment of welcome might be different. Politically, I was aware that it didn't matter where I was in the United States. I had the right to go in any place. Right. But socially, personally, when I say you can't legislate hearts, that probably applies more appropriately in this type of scenario. In 1963 or 64, when businesses that dealt with the public were forced to integrate to, to serve everyone, the day Lyndon Johnson signed that bill did not mean that the next day, J.C. Penney's opened its door to me, right. or that the most elite restaurant in Jackson welcomed me it does mean that the next day i had the right to walk in and pay for a meal but it didn't stop them from looking at me funny it didn't stop them from even trying to bar me if they wanted if they hadn't heard it didn't stop them from from uh staring at me or doubling the price i might pay or spitting in my food or delaying the delivery of my food You you see what I'm saying? So that's what I brought with me to New York. Got it. And even though I had no reason to suspect I might be treated that way, I was always prepared to be treated that way. And even though you believe that New York must, must have been better than the South, there were pockets of New York that were just as bad. Absolutely. And I had no idea where they were. Right. Or had no reason, no way to anticipate where they might be other than unless I had experience right. with the institution. So, yes, I, I brought those attitudes with me. I brought the potential expectations in order to be prepared on how I'm going to deal with it if it happens and and again most of the trepidation we enjoyed our meal i don't remember what we got i know we didn't get lobster but we enjoyed <laughs> we enjoyed our our experience and being at and you know being at the top of the towers and and looking out on new york and being above the canyons of, of buildings and stuff we all that was still special to us but so there was some initial anxiety but then there was initial anxiety taking the elevator all the way up to the top too. Yeah. You know, and then realizing if something happened down below we're trapped, you know, you think about those things your first time
1: in a high rise like that. Absolutely. It's, it's different from walking to the first floor to the second floor in your home in in Jackson or, or Starkville or wherever to getting in and taking an elevator that goes to the 104th floor in three minutes. Right. So, And, and you look down and you said, Mm, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> so, so you've been to New York since I assume. Yeah, windows. Okay.
0: But I, but I have, I haven't been to the, uh, to the,
1: to the, the memorial. The Memorial. Yeah, it it's pretty, it's, it's pretty, it, it, you'll get a, you'll get, uh, yeah, you'll get that feeling in your throat when you go there. I'm sure it, it's. To me, almost like the Holocaust museums in many ways. Um, when you go to New York now, do you still have some of the same angst that you had when you went 25, 28 years ago, 30 years ago? Or well, you much? Might...
0: Once again, New York isn't on my list. I, I, for some reason, I don't go to New York a lot. Okay. Um, I just don't. But to answer your question, when I go anywhere, I don't, have, I don't bring this with me anymore. I have shared that conditioning, if you will, right. and I have adopted my right to, be, to go wherever I want to go, and I'm prepared to, to defend it, should I have to. And I don't feel that I have to be prepared for a potential fight every time I walk into a place of establishment that seems to be a little more expensive than my budget, whatever that might be. You know, I still go places sometimes, like the like the um, the hotel that you recommended for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I didn't know that, and if I had uh, known that it was nine hundred dollars a night, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have selected it. So, I took Sharon to Japan when I was speaking there couple of years ago and um pretty much the only way i can get her to go is to tell her we were going to go to uh tokyo disney and there's uh, a disneyland hotel right at the entrance i mean of of, uh of tokyo disney so i said and i'll get us a room there so i booked three or four nights because there's a number of parks in in the disney group in tokyo and um you know, we got a, a room that looked right over the uh, the entrance to the parks. It was on almost a a corner turret type area, rounded room, 180 degrees of windows, and um, you know, I booked the room. I, I I calculated the room rate to be reasonable based upon the exchange rate that I had in my mind, and then we checked out. And I did the calculation using the same exchange rate that I had in my mind. <laughs> and then I got the credit card bill, which had the correct exchange rate, which I had no clue about. Oh, my God. Somehow goodness. I bollocked up the exchange rate and we had one of the most expensive rooms in the hotel. And... um I couldn't understand why we were getting so much really personal attention, and when we were checking in, I mean, like they brought you to a private room to check in. Uh, when,
0: you, when you say when you say you wanted the most expensive rooms, you actually wanted or you ordered?
1: I ordered a the room. Okay. It ended up being one of the most expensive rooms in the hotel. Wow! To say that it was slightly above Casa del Mar, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know that until afterwards sharon will never recover from how great a trip she had and i will never recover from not knowing how to correctly do exchange rates <laughs> <laughs> so bottom line is i thought you warranted a hotel of the quality of the Casa del mar but i had no clue it. it's almost uh like going to the Windows on the world and getting a menu without the prices on it. So, right. Same thing. <laughs> exact same thing. Uh, yeah, I took Sharon out for dinner in San Diego one place and they gave me the menu with the prices and Sharon the menu without the prices, which is what they've done in, in historically in many restaurants when men were considered the only source for income. And um she said, You know, there's no prices on this. I said, Yeah, it's just something that they do in these types of restaurants. And it's like and I said, Well I don't know what to order. I said, you're a vegetarian. You just took 98% of the menu off anyhow. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another Courageous Conversation. Be sure to follow us and check back next week for more.